Welcome to the Ramon Foster Steelers show in Hendersonville, Tennessee. What you got over your shoulder there, Ramon? What is that? Man, you know what? At some point in time, you got to upgrade everything around you, including your including your environment. Here I am right now. I was like, you know what? I can't be around here not showing I play for the Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> and I just got a show named after me. DK, what are we doing, man? I got to be better. You know, there's a part of me that wants to introduce this particular episode today by saying what a difficult time the franchise has had replacing Foster at left guard. Oh, <laughs> oh no. DK, look, I'm not asking you to pat my back or tell me all the nice things I want to hear, but facts are facts, okay? They, they, what do you want me to do about this left guard position? I mean, 11 years at one spot, what are we doing here? Oh, it's, it's just, it's like the piece of the Jenga puzzle, man. As soon as 73 came out, the whole thing fell apart. Yeah. What do you know? I know, man. I'm seeing the comment right now from Sean Manahan. Oh, that's all, oh, DK. I thought right. about that as I was pondering the show. Uh, that 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 was uh, my well. Let's 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 get started here okay. with what Sean has because that's the best way to do it here. The Steelers, of course, on Saturday night signed Isaac Somalo, the longtime guard, starting guard of the Eagles. Now he'd been a right guard this past season, but he's got more of a history on the left side. There's no question he'd be on the left side in Pittsburgh. James Daniels is going to be on the right. But that leaves Kevin Dotson without a starting job. And that's that's basically what Sean's bringing up here. How would you have handled it if you were the starter? That was I'll be honest. I didn't I never felt safe in free agency other than the years I initially signed. And it was for these reasons right here. I wanted to make sure I knew my play was elevated enough. I wanted to make sure my number was right as far as the team cap and stuff like that. But it's also one of those situations if you had a little bit of a lag or a question mark or where can we upgrade, I was worried about that. I'd have, I'd have, I'd have lost my mind. I ain't going to say I'd have lost my mind. I'd have been mad. I'd have been ticked off. I'd have been like, well, you signed him for no reason because I'm not losing my spot. Like that's where I would have been. Uh, for the guys that are not your prime players, your top of the list, top 5% of the cap salary cap, they don't have these issues. They don't worry about this type of stuff unless you're cap casualty in some aspect. Dotson's situation is very fragile for me because I, I feel for him. I empathize for him because you, you're telling everybody in the world except him uh, because of what you paid Samelo to come in that he's the going into starter. He's the starter going into the season, at Ooh, least as far as sure camp are. goes. Oh, what was yeah. that? Those numbers, DK, three for 21 or a little bit three, more? Three and 24. It's James Daniels' money. And yeah. what, what, <laughs> I'm speaking about the person first before I speak about the actual play and what this actually does for our team. What what this does for, for Dotson is put him in a spot to saying, well, maybe I want to be out of here sooner than later. It also uh, does this. The Steelers do have the rights to Kevin Dotson. They don't have to trade him, cut him, let go of anything. They don't have to. This dude, if I'm not mistaken, Samelo's a Super Bowl winner, a proven starter in his league, and a vet that's just on the verge of 30, who I didn't think had much of a drop-off in his play, if I could be honest with you. I've watched him. I like his play. He does well in the pass blocking. He does well in the run, too. 
Did I ever think that we were going after him? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. No, me neither. Did we, we signed this at midnight. It was close to that. Yeah, it was. It was Saturday <laughs> night. Yeah, and, and, it was Saturday. Night. I was walking out of. I was walking out of Madison Square Garden, and that game, the hockey game, started at eight o'clock. So it was like around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. That's just says Omar burning candles on the weekend over on the south side. You know, <laughs> he was. Uh, I, I want to throw this in since since this was what Sean asked originally. Uh, Jonah Williams, the left tackle in Cincinnati, when he saw the Bengals signing Orlando Brown, immediately had his agent contact Cincinnati management and say, trade me. Yeah, he did. Now, if that happens with Dotson, it's not the same thing. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. He, he ain't got the same pool, and that sucks, mm-hmm. but that's how it goes, not just in football, mm-hmm. but in life. He ain't got the same pool. Let's roll through some of these here. We got a whole bunch here. If you don't know how this works, you're apparently in the minority at this point. <laughs> because they are filling up. YouTube and Facebook are the two places where where we can do these. And now we can do them with Alan. Because Alan says, hi, Mona and DK. We finally got you live. Thank you. Um, that's how this goes here. Damien says, hey, Moan, what's the difference between playing left and right guard? Which is a valid thing to be bringing up right about now. I'll tell you this, uh, left and You've right guard. Both. Yeah, I, I did play both. The right side is mostly known for like the, uh, what do you want to call it? The brute side, right? For the most part. But I, I'll say this. We were super balanced. The Dave side. We were super balanced as far as Pat being able to pass, protect, and run block on both sides. Would you agree with that, DK? Yes. We're striding. Like it wasn't necessarily a drop off. Dave was the puller, but like everybody was above board in the role. The biggest difference between left and right guard, I'll say this, and I will bring as much recognition as I can to this, DK. The left side, to me, has more angst when it comes down to being on the blind side of the quarterback, too, if you have a right-handed throwing quarterback. I always took pride on that. Don't let Ben get hit from his blind side on the left side of it. Everything else is all mental. Having your body be trained to play left side, you can do that. Uh, The runs are still the same. Right and left, I mean, well, you know teams that will strictly run more left than they do right. So it's not necessarily, hey, the right side is the side we're going to run to. No, you got to be very balanced when it comes down to it. But if you're on the pass-protecting side, uh, the left side, I always took more pride in that side of my pass pro. Dave says, hey, Moan, do you, what do you think the message was that was sent to our guards by the signing of the two new guards? Thought about all this, too. The first thing that came to mind was not again. Because let's 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 not forget here. I'm leaving him out here, but Nate Herbig is here Herbig. as well. Now Herbig is not is not the new guy. Okay, no. <laughs> Herbig is is a but Herbig's a guy. He's a dude. Yeah, and all of a sudden, what you've taken is this this interior, really the interior of the offensive line, and just said, you know what, we're done screwing around, everybody. Okay. You had your chance. You had your time. Uh, yep. We are not screwing around. We are built on a first-round running back. We are built on a first-round quarterback. Yep. We will make the most of those players. And that's exactly what's happening, DK. It is It is front and in front of everybody to see, man. And not just that. I uh-huh. think they learn from us. You know what I'll say? They learn from us. Don't get old quick. And this group's not there yet, but they got a succession plan behind almost every single guy. I still think they're probably one tackle away from really shoring up that depth as far as tackle goes. Am I correct yeah. in that one or who you kind of have? You are. They're, uh, they're one but, tackle but, away. 
But where might they find this individual, Moan? I know one in Knoxville. But do you see what I'm saying, though? Yeah. What they've done is they've taken their dollars and they applied it to not one, but two guards. They feel very strongly about their right tackle. They they feel strongly about their right guard. They feel strongly about their center. They now have a reason to feel very strongly about their left guard. Mm -hmm. They can't afford a left tackle in free agency. Very few teams can. So where is it going to come from? This is forward thinking. thinking. This is that Omar and Philly connection right here that we're speaking of. Right, DK? Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, and with that being said, though, man, that's um, they've they've knocked off a lot of question marks coming up to the draft. But again, I think you said this, DK, this is going to be a probably heavy defensive centric draft. It, it's, it should be for this football team. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you can't take a left tackle. If there's no. somebody you really, really like, and oh. you've got a 17, a 32 and a 49. Whoever that is, I think you were the one that said this to me. Whoever you get out of these three guys absolutely should be showing up to Latrobe with the intention and the expectation to start. Yes, 100%. And what's also happened, DK, is they have com- they have committed themselves to providing a very competitive environment. I don't think this this buck stops with just the uh with the offensive side of the ball. It wouldn't shock me if we saw more defensive additions as far as young guys fighting it out for reps on the defensive line side of the ball. Linebacker, I can see some. Elandon is one of those guys. Roberts right now, he's been added to it. This is a a, a very telling sign that Omar is saying, Kev, thank you, but I'm not about to fall off because what have I always (laughs) said? At that left guard position, I'll I'll be honest and tell you, I was a little selfish. If I was out of games, don't let the backup do better than me. When I'm gone from there, man, I want them to find a guy, but I don't want to be forgotten that fast. I prom- yeah. <laughs> the yeah. The violins and the pianos are going. When we come back on the Ramon Foster Show, so many more of your questions, comments, criticisms, restaurant reviews, whatever it is that you got. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. The draft is now only five weeks away, which in draft land means it's like it's draft eve, pretty much the way people anticipate uh, this particular event. But the free agency season for the Steelers, uh, it didn't last long. And you know what? We thought it was done last Friday. Yeah. And then he shows up with this one on Saturday. Um, What have you ever heard? in your playing days about Omar and his ability to find money because that's what this was. Yeah. Uh, he goes to Minka, knocks on his door. Hey, Minka, we got this great, great yeah. player we can get. This guard, you're going to love him. Fantastic. Need you to restructure. Sure thing, Omar. How? 
you know? Yeah. Well, you go to Minka because you know Minka's uh, one, he's a high cap guy, high number guy, uh, but he's also a high caliber player too when it comes down to it. Minka, before he becomes a cap casualty, because I don't think his play, a knock on wood for him, is it's going to fall off anytime soon. So he's more likely to get an extension before you have the conversation about him and his cap number down the line. Because that's the, you know, little educational side of it. He restructured, meaning his cap is higher later. And then you got to start making decisions on those types of dudes. But it comes down to, man, you want to win now. Cam's at that point right now. TJ's hit his stride. Uh, you got moving parts on the defensive side of the ball. But it's, it's this to me too, man. They're, they're allowing a transition to go on defensively by bolstering the offense right now. That's where they are. Get me some veterans. Get me a, 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 a type of style, a, a stigma that we are offensively, that we can carry these guys on the other side of the ball and let them grow up. Because we got to think, they're probably going to get a corner, still need a linebacker or two, and a couple of D linemen. DK, DK we, we really got some, some issues that we got to pick up defensively. So these moves that we got that together. Yeah, and, and as we've been saying all along, the approach – the, the philosophy that was in place under Colbert is clearly under place with, with, with Omar as well in that they want to try to fill as many actual needs before they get into the draft situation. It doesn't mean you still don't look at the draft with yeah. a positional priority, but you have things that you want to look at here. Aaron says, hey, guys, I'm catching you on Facebook today. It looks like the Wi-Fi connection is a lot better. Uh, I, I want to talk about that a little bit today. Because Ramon and I were on the road last mm -hmm. week, both of us. I was in New York, I mentioned, for hockey. Ramon was down in Florida. And we're leaning on hotel Wi-Fi. And it's i got to be honest with you, it's exasperating. It didn't work at all. And at one point, we were just like, look, when we have a good connection, yeah. we're going to do this. Yeah. That's, that's, and we'll give you the heads up if the show's not on for the day and stuff like that. But you know what? It was Thursday, and... I think it was more people coming into the area I was staying in. So that, that signal got crowded a little bit. So that's, that's all that was. We appreciate y'all sticking with us though. Yeah. It's, it's funny. That was actually one of our most watched shows. <laughs> it ended after like six minutes of going, this isn't working. Never again. Maybe, actually, we should just do that every day. I guess that's now <laughs> the formula. Ryan says, Hey, Moan, now that the Steelers have signed Nate Herbig, do you think that increases the chance that they draft Nick Herbig, since he's close with TJ Watt. You know what? Do you believe what? in that stuff? Do you believe in that stuff? We've had almost four sets of brothers on the team. Heck yeah, I believe in that, okay? Oh, I uh, thought so. Yeah. I, I, do I think there is a beeline to his brother if available? Yes, 100%, man. This is a team that, that dwells on family, that, that really tells, like you talk to anybody that I've had on this show, they mention family, they mention culture. And look at how it's play, it's played out for us. It's paid off for us really well. So yeah, I think that's at least in consideration. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no way to avoid the brother discussions when they come up. Uh, no, I was no. if if it believe me, if it hadn't been for Chicago just going to the Brinks truck, yeah, you we would have been talking about Tremaine Edmonds here as if it was like a foregone yeah. conclusion. Because yeah. not only did the Steelers have Terrell, they also had Trey. Trey, forget. yeah. And then that stuff, we don't pay maybe as much attention to guys like that, but it means something to the coaches because they learn about character from everybody. They learn as, as much about uh, from character for the Watt brothers 
from Derek as they do from TJ. You know, I mean, Cam and his little brother, he grew up a whole lot because of it, right? Mm-hmm. No Cam question. and his little brother also, T, the Watts, and then the Edmonds also. I feel like there was another. Oh, oh, the Adams. Yeah. The Adams brothers. Yep, 100%. Yeah, and there's more too. Who's the, the D lineman? Somebody. Yeah, I'm thinking of, um, golly, Adams. What's the last name? Now someone's going to come in here with the with the with the D lineman here. DB asks if there's any chance that Silmalo can play left tackle. Now he said in his press conference that he can do anything. He's happy to no, no. <laughs> you know what he's at right now. Anything the more you can do, that's all he's about. And I think that was probably a better answer to give you, considering he know there's a guy that was the starter last year that still is in house. So to me, saying he can play anything. No, he he's good. Yes, Davis, Carlos Davis. Yep. Davis yeah, brothers. that's who it was. Yeah, the Davis. I thought it was Davis, the Adams. Yeah, the Davis brothers. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Good. Alvin yeah, Johnson says, "Hey, Moan, do you think it's a realistic possibility that the Steelers sign Bud Dupree and re-sign Terrell Edmonds?" Yeah, I think both of those are one. Uh, and let's go Te first. Okay. Te because he's still out there on the market. Um, we saw Gardner Johnson uh, have to take a one-year prove-it deal because his market wasn't what he thought it was. If I'm not mistaken, da- uh, Dallas Cowboys tight end uh, uh, Schultz, I think, is uh, also in that same predicament to where yes. he bet on himself and did not get the deal he's looking for. He got to do one-year prove it Terrell's in that same boat. Probably so. Um, if you can get him for one year, three to four million a year, yes, I'd bring him back. And also with Bud, I, I've had conversations with him. He's wide open to the conversation. It depends on if he wants to be spiteful against the team that let him go and play them two times a year or what. But it's free agency. That's what this is all about. This is exciting this time of year. Dan West says, at what point are the Steelers financially out of free agency? I see – we don't know. No. Like you can go to every spot track, every over the cap, every every website that tracks every morsel of information, yeah. every decimal point for every long snapper in the league. And you're still not going to have an answer for the simple reason that Omar can just do what he did this past week. He can yes. go to somebody who is paid enormously over a very long term like Minka, yeah. like a TJ or like someone else and say, "Hey, you can go to Chris Boswell and get a restructure. Yep. Do you follow me? There's, there's just the, the, the options are limitless. Yep. And this is the thing, too. The guys that are left, despite the age of certain ones, like I don't think they go after Odell or Bobby Wagner. Uh, Dalton Schultz is the court, is the tight end I was speaking of. Mm-hmm. You got to steal a young guy, Yannick Ngakwe, who's 28 years old, a wide receiver, DJ Chark, if I'm not mistaken. He's still unsigned. 27-year-old Puna Ford is still out there also. I remember us inside the building speaking about Rock Yassin, the quarter, a cornerback. I think he was a second rounder to uh to the Colts a few years back and ended up getting traded. There mm-hmm. are bodies still out there. And for these dudes to have these names that we know of and still not be signed, one, we 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 saw Elandon Roberts speak about man, this is a dream to play for Coach Tomlin. I mean, if you get a defensive guy that that's willing to come here for a pro- one year prove a year, that's why I think the book is still open a little bit, DK. Chad comes at you with a really tough one, I think. He says, hey, Moan, who is their pick at left tackle? Notice he doesn't say who's their pick at 17. No, no, no. Who's the pick at left tackle? And that leads me to ask you about your view specifically on Darnell Wright as it relates to tackle versus guard. 
We know what he played. No. We know what he wants to play. But what is he? Man, Tennessee, of course. Tennessee, at, for anybody at, who doesn't know. Tennessee. And I, y'all know I went to the University of Tennessee, too. Darnell asked to be moved over to the right side. And I think it was a level of comfort. I think it was a level of him saying, look, this is going to be the best for me moving forward. The, the, the contradiction when it comes down to Darnell is this. He played right tackle and played it really well this year, but he moves like a left tackle. Now you got to ask you, yes. What does that mean for he somebody who does had not played NFL guard for 11 years? There we go. There's a template. <laughs> and that's what the combine gives us, right? It gives us the, the, the template of what everybody times, what their strength is, everything that's, that's available for these guys at the combine. His 40 time was a 5.03 meaning he was pretty much a 4'9 at 333 pounds. He still hadn't even lost the weight that he wants to yet. He can move like a left tackle. If you still have Dan Ward there, you draft this guy at left tackle. You have the ability to let him grow, kind of figure out his way of playing NFL football, and you move from there. And and then you move him in at some point. I don't know if Paris Johnson is going to be there. I like him a lot. And Broderick uh, Jones out of Georgia, absolutely not at all. Uh, The only issue is, and I say this, this is contingent on what is the run on quarterbacks going to be. Carolina moving up to number one changed a lot of stuff when it comes down to teams selecting their quarterbacks. If we see four going to top ten, then that puts tackles availability at a different position moving forward. So you could be able to get a Paris. It'd be hard to see him go down to 17. So I'd much rather see Darnell at that spot. The Lagoon Tours Bahamas reaches out to say, happy Monday, DK, from your pals in the Bahamas. Let's go Steelers. Now, you would think I would have no idea what that means. But actually, Moan, this is a true story. Steelers are playing uh, in Miami this past season. And there's this wonderful group of people. (laughs) They start screaming my name, okay, which is weird. I'm nobody, all right, just a sports writer. And they're screaming, DK! <laughs> you and Mo love you guys, and everyone's like, turn around, awesome. and I'm like, and they're offering tours of the Bahamas. Yeah. They're fans, and they're fans of the Ramon Foster show. And uh, hey. I'm not gonna lie, it's DK. It's, uh, hmm. Me, me, and my wife have to take us a trip sometime very soon. I'm reaching out mm-hmm. to the Lagoons, uh, Lagoon Tour Bahamas, just so you know. I'm just be separate you're, search. If, if they reacted like that to me, imagine what they're going to be like when they see you. Here comes Crystal. <laughs> Crystal, I tell you, what, I hear from Crystal a lot. She asks hard questions, which is it. which is which is great. Like if you've had enough caffeine and you're ready for a Crystal question, here it comes. Hey, Moan, do you believe that any of the team captains have sway with management to save a teammate's job, specifically referring here to Dan Moore and Derek Watt. Team captains have any sway? Oh, you know you want to answer. I got, I'm going to say globally, no. One that did have that power and probably almost on any team is the quarterback. Yes. You always talk about the, the power that Ben had. Because they are, and I've heard somebody in that building, I won't say who, specifically say. This is the like you guys are your co-CEOs in a sense when you're the franchise quarterback. Like it is a different respect. You have a, a seat at the table when you're that. Like say if you want a, a specific tight end, a wide receiver, you want a running back, like they have that power. Defensively, I think the system of our defense has always just said 
if we're out, we're out. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's going to be the case if it comes down to uh, Dan Moore or, or, or Derek. Lagoon Tours Bahamas comes back with an offer, apparently, for you and Keish to make it down there. Whenever you are ready, moan. Okay. I'm holding you to it, Lagoon Tours. <laughs> I'm here for it. Jerry Yeager wants to know if you've got any thoughts on inside linebacker. I feel like a, my own thought on these guys that they've got yeah. is I, I feel like I need some time. Um, I'm, I'm with you. I, too. I am picturing Robert Spillane in my head, and every time I do that, somebody bites my head off. <laughs> like, yeah. no, man, they're not Spillane. Stop <laughs> that. Yeah. It's one guy that sticks out to me, man. And my co host, one of my co hosts here in Nashville has been very high on him. And I asked somebody who's a Pac 12 uh, aficionado, what do you think about this kid? His name is uh, Dayon Henley from Washington State, transferred from them. Uh, transferred to them this past year and had a really good uh, season. And on top of that, saw him at the uh, Senior Bowl. He's a stiller, thumper, side-to-side type of guy, moves well. I like Deion Henley. Highest power would rather be in the Bahamas than wherever he or she happens to be. That's uh, fair. That's fair. At the moment. I've never been. I've been to the Dominican. You ever been in that part of the world? Uh, no, I have not, but that is, listen to me, it's on my list. Uh, I've done the cruise to St. Martin and St. Lucia, the boat oh, cruises have? and stuff. Yes, I've done that, and I did a port stop at Cancun one or two times, but I actually want to see it. Uh, really cool, though. Uh, Brian comes in with, um, this is interesting. Hey, Moan, it appears we're getting back to Smash Mouth football, and if that's so, could a tight end be an early rounder? rather than a wide receiver. Brian's not the only one to bring this up today. And I got, man, tight end is like the farthest thing from my mind here. Other than I want to get Zach Gentry back. Me too. You know, I I, I really think that's it. They they got some good solid ones in in house. Yeah. But to to, to Brian's point, this is a really good year for tight ends too, coming out in the draft. Yeah. It's really good. And to get to the first part of this, I don't think you're getting back to smash mouth. You're just this team is doing what that one restaurant has in the commercial. They they're getting the meat is what they're doing. Okay, the they're beef. Getting, they're getting the beef up front is what they're doing. So don't misconstrue Smash Mouth by them getting offensive linemen and stuff. With you're going to an old style of ball because you still have Pat, you still have Deontay, you still have George Pickens, and and that Jalen Warren heck for that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's there's people there. And yeah, I, I feel like if you can get. Gentry back, and I, I I shared with viewers on our show that I'd heard some good vibes uh, from the Gentry camp yeah. as for whether or not he, he might be back. Uh, now, if you're the Steelers again and you know the guy's getting priced out, <laughs> you, well, know, you just kind of look at your watch and go, eh, we'll get back two, to you. <laughs> two weeks gonna, in it, man. I'm with Chad, too. Darnell Washington from Georgia. A second, second, third round pick. I'm, I'm for that one. Mm-hmm. Leslie comes in with, I'm with you, DK, rooting for Gentry to yes. return. Uh, Moan's on that page too. I am. Uh, I like he, Zach. He, Love Zach. You picked up on him. He, he you weren't always, you, you weren't well, always there because he didn't get many reps. And then he also so that that's the deficiency of his of being that big one. He got to be able to carry that weight. But also, what does this team do primarily first before they start catching balls? They got to block. Zach had reindeer legs a little bit, man, when it came down to him getting his feet underneath them or giraffe legs. Like he got to be able to move somebody. Come on now, DK. You know that hell of an athlete, though. Uh, Chandler says, hey, Moan and DK, just tuning in. So I'm not sure what all was talked about, but do you think that we'll go with offense or defense? 
with the first pick. There are three. Remember that. Yeah. There's it's this is not a normal year. They don't have to make that decision. No, they do not. You got three, two in the first round, essentially. Although the night ends at 31, you pick up with the 32nd pick. So that is a luxury right there. Me personally, I think they go defense just because of the moves they made. Other other skill positions, DK free agency wise, there was no need for it with this team. No. No. Where could uh, they, you upgrade? Yeah, exactly. Damien says, I'm okay with Zach Gentry if we stop making him the number one option on pass plays. <laughs> ah, somebody had to do it. So I saw I saw remnants of that earlier. Somebody mentioned the name from up north. You know what the name from up north I, is? I believe so. The great white north. Yes, I believe. <laughs> somebody brought up Matt Canada earlier, man. You know, we, we, go- should, we should do an entire episode. It just reminds everybody that Matt Canada is still here because everybody's getting so excited right now. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a a reserve judgment, okay? I'm a reserve judgment, DK. I'm I'm not – I don't want to be sad in the offseason. Pitt fans, please announce yourselves as Pitt fans when you come into this. This is when you say the perfect round would be Kalijah Clancy and and, and Jordan Addison – you're not fooling anybody. No. We see right through you. No. We know what's going on here. This is like Moan saying Darnell Wright. Oh, he's the best. It's hollow. It, it means nothing. Give us somebody from another school. You saw I gave Broderick Jones the, the tackle from Georgia. Give me somebody else, Tony. Rich congratulates me on bringing the room down here by mentioning. I didn't even mention his name. But you know who he's talking about, DK. And what's crazy, we don't even know. He might be tuned in to us. Yeah. Uh, Zach Coons from Old Dominion is six foot seven. Tony Rodriguez points out, I do believe, and he was at Penn State before. Um, uh, Zach. <laughs> was he was he there? Uh, I got to look that up. You, you're, you're giving me a name that I don't know too much about, so I'm yeah, not even going to take that we'll, one with you. Well, no. <laughs> William yeah. McDuffie says, I still think it's up to the players to execute. I'm sorry, William. You can you can tell yourself that if you want, but football is the most. Uh, see, I was about to use the word scripted again. Don't do that. Don't. That do means that. something else entirely now. Yeah, don't do that, DK. Don't 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 say scripted because we we went through that whole ordeal. Okay. Yeah. Um, but but this is exciting. I'm telling you, I I really enjoy uh the the line. I mean the uh, signings from this past weekend. Uh, Carter. Whoo! Listen to me. I, I love he's everything. Falling. Yeah, he's not falling. Even he, with the baggage, he's not falling. No, he's not falling. If he falls, listen to me, y'all. Oh. Remember this one prospect by the name of Laramie Tunsil? He just became the highest paid left tackle in the game. Do you understand? Oh, okay, okay. He, as far as like prospects falling, you remember the gas mask thing mm-hmm. that he had going on? Like, right, 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 go right, ahead right. and let a guy like that fall. He because I follow the SEC. Two last year, not this year, when they won the the uh, the, the championship, the national championship, mm-hmm. NFL scouts said this guy last year was the best guy on that defense. Georgia had six first round draft picks last year, if I'm not mistaken. Period. Mm-hmm. So anybody that think Jalen Carter is going to slip, man, I got a bridge I want to sell you in Brooklyn. Aaron asks, how many seasons until the Steelers are contenders again? Hey, Auntie Aaron. Um, DK, I think they're going to be in a fight always. 
these free agency moves, Kenny having the ability to grow up, contenders, contenders, making it past the first round. Let's go there. Let's 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 put it in that you know that that, that phrasing moving forward, moving past the first round of the playoffs. This is your end. It is, but be, because I, just see, I saw the seventy three Foster jersey. Yeah. The- yeah, no, no. Auntie Erin's been up to Pittsburgh and everything. She was like, she got the Steelers fan experience and everything. She just became a fan of mine. She's here in Tennessee, by the way. Yeah, uh-huh. you. I'm okay. pretty sure she's been on her numerous times before. Um, but she's everybody's auntie, though. DK, with that being said, getting to the second <laughs> round of the playoffs, we, we got to see how Baltimore stacks up. I still am not a big believer in Cleveland. I think since he got a really good quarterback, uh, and they stacked up a good team, but they lost a lot of positions this offseason, too. Well, a few. Uh, I, says, I ain't answer uh, it, though, uh, but uh, I can see us getting to the second round this year. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's going to be a pretty good football team. I do, too. Yeah. I, this I mean, ain't I, even I, offseason I, promise right here. Like, I see this and, being a better Yeah, and a, you a always better have year. to look at it from the context of the AFC North. You just do. And you have to look around what else is in the division. And you can say, well, the Bengals are going to be awesome and whatever. We don't know that. We no. don't know that. Both of their no. safeties just walked out the door. Exactly. Uh, they, they've lost some other players. They've also had some gains like other teams have. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 don't, I don't look at them and go, boy, they're un, unbeatable. Exactly. We have no idea what the Ravens are going to be. And we always know what the Browns are going to be. <laughs> I like that shot right there. Uh, you know, any answers at nose tackle, Mackle wants to know. Well, man, you know what's crazy you about the position? Tackle. You do. You you do. One. There's one guy that pops off the board. Maisie Smith is a kid out of Michigan. Of course, we know one thing about the Big Ten is they're going to have some offensive and defensive linemen. They they yes. specialize in that. And this is yep. a Michigan guy that could be next to Cam and grow up. My thing is this, how early or how late do you get him? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's the biggest issue with specifically nose tackles. If they're not Jordan Davis, that's a hard position to pick in today's NFL because they're usually only two down guys. We're going to take a couple more today here. Uh, Grayson uh, says, Steel- the Steelers are always a consistent ship towards success. I am truly excited for this season. The new era is here. Can I say something to this one, Moan? Yeah, go ahead. I, I-, I, got-, I got something to say on this one. The 2022 season always had to happen, okay? That doesn't mean that there weren't mistakes made along the way, but there were certain things that the team needed to find out in order to assess where they are to get to the next level. And now that we have seen this team go out and spend the money that they have to build this offensive line, I am not going to retroactively fault them for trying with Kevin Dotson, for trying with Dan Moore, even for trying with Kendrick Green, although he was grossly mishandled, I believe. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I, I, And I believe that all of that was true, plus what they needed to do by having multiple quarterback options entering 2022. Remember, it was three, not mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. They came out of there with their guy. All of that had to happen. It wasn't just going to be a magic wand. No. No, it wasn't. And I think that's the best way to put it. This 2022 season had to happen, DK. That was the transition that this team needed, man. Uh, I see you put Tyler up there, too. He's a true two-gapper. My question is, and Coach Tomlin and Coach Dunbar going to ask, can he get after the uh, quarterback, though? He got to be able to – I'll say this. 
Javon Hargraves. I was just just thinking of it, yeah. Can he pass rush? Uh, I saw one, too. Let me get to DK. Uh, Kevin is – was it? I'm so terrible at that. But his question – yes, right there. Hey, Mon, is the O-line left side going to hold up? Very fair question. For Dan Moore, for Dotson, and and Samello. That's our triangle that we're looking at, right, DK? Mm -hmm. I'll say this. I think Samello was brought in for a lot of different reasons. One, his play, but two, and important to me, you know where I go with this, DK, having the ability to guide whoever's the left tackle or whoever's the guard starting guard, too. Like, yes. he was a guy that kind of shepherded in Jordan Mailata at Philly. You remember him, the big transfer guy that came over? He just got the big deal. He's been beside him, walking right beside him. I had to play that same role with Beach, with Al. Uh, with Marcus Gilbert on the right side of the offensive line, too, of having to be the steady vet that brought guys along. I think there's value in that for a guy like Isaac Samello. Look at Jordan uh, Mailata at, at at Philly. That's what you're looking at at a role for a guy like him. Dotson and him just going to have to slug it out, y'all. Uh, DK, that's where we are, but that's start of money if we're being real. He's He's playing. I, I hate to, I just hate to cancel out Dotson like that, though. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I, I've had mixed feelings about this just because you feel that. me. Because I see him do things on the field. Listen, he does things on the field that other people can't do. Okay, he he is a force of nature when he's pushing someone down the field. That's not something that can be coached. That's not something that was a, an acquired skill. He was born with that. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about who mentioned earlier here on, on this show, Smash Mouth, are we getting back to Smash yeah. Mouth? Yeah. You know, Kevin yeah. Dotson is part of that. And I know people have had their frustrations. I know the head coach has been really uh, sick of the, all the penalties that yeah. both Dotson and Moore have made. But yeah, a couple more. We're going you, a little long, by the we way. We are because, because of Friday too. Because yeah. of Friday, we're just, we have we're naturally uh, guilty. Yeah, and this is the thing too, DK. Year. We ain't even mentioned it as, as important to that that the old line, Kendrick Green. Oh, I, I threw him in apparently okay. earlier, just saying, you know, uh, Brian decides to come at you with a little bit of a jab there. Anyone but a player from Tennessee. That's yeah. So- it has worked out well for us inside at 3400 South Water Street. Aren't you having a great basketball tournament, too? Oh, yeah. I, I don't talk about? to people whose team's not in the Sweet 16 because my my team's in the Sweet 16, DK. Yeah, but I heard – like, I have had – I was I was all hockey this weekend, and all I heard was Tennessee's beating people up. Like, they're crushing people. And I'm thinking to myself, what is this, like the, the Detroit Pistons from the 80s reborn? We hit down, DK. Sent those dookies <laughs> back to Tobacco Road, baby. Oh, my goodness here. Brent wants to know if James Daniels. No, no, he will not oh, be at man. center. Let's not do that role anymore, okay? Let's stop no. this. These guys got positions now. No, that that's that's true here. Kevin Finnerty says, uh, hey, Moan, how important was the get-together for Kenny and the receivers in Florida? How much does that sort of thing mean? Big, and they need more of it. The, the quicker Kenny can understand how those guys get open, what their movements look like, uh, how far they come back to the ball, Matt Canada is going to tell them one thing, and they're going to do another thing. What what Kenny needs to do is what the wide receivers do, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, if he need, if he's coming back, uh, if he's supposed to come back five and he only come back three yards, prepare to l- deliver it at three yards, you know? 
Yeah, right? they need more of that. Mm-hmm. I have uh, from from Damien here. It says, "Hey Moan, you you saw Anthony Richardson at Florida? Um, would you take him with your first pick if you're Carolina?" Oh, this is such a polarizing draft quarterback, man. Bryce Young to me is the best prospect. Mm-hmm. Bryce Young to me scares me with his size in the NFL, but I watched this kid play in that Tennessee-Alabama game live. He's yeah. a human joystick. He's a field general, DK. I got to give it to him. He's that good. The perspective of Anthony Richardson, though, got a cannon of an arm. He is today's NFL when it comes down to being mobile and being able to dissect teams apart. I like him. Uh, what I For Carolina, I would take him at number one. He fits what they need to be doing, yes. Oh, my goodness. That's I watched him. The, it's funny. We probably don't talk enough about the top of the draft in this because we keep looking at 1732, yeah. 49. And my favorite ones are the ones that come in, like this one here from Justin who says, uh, Drew Sanders is a must-get at 49. Uh, Drew, what are you doing with your life that you've got the other 48 figured out? Like, Justin, who does this? What? I ain't got a clue who <laughs> Drew Sanders is at this point. Maybe I, I don't should. Know, but I – 49 he's oh yeah he's justin's already got his 17 and his 32 nailed he now he's on to 49 he's on to bigger things you know i gotta look up who drew sanders is linebacker arkansas okay i didn't pay a whole lot of attention to him this year my bad man 64235 randy says hey mo do you and dk ever plan on getting together for a meet and greet or an autograph session uh, you know what randy the answer to that for me is no you know why because we have 521 people on this right now and we've got like four likes yeah. so why should we do anything that anybody else wants right moan i thought you was gonna say no because you didn't know if you had your autograph down either way <laughs> definitely don't <laughs> i didn't know if you had your signature down or not man no i yeah. just like a handprint or something yeah, no no <laughs> <laughs> no, hit the like button. Do this. Hit the like yeah, button. Appreciate that. Do the share and subscribe to the channel. That's another real big one for us. So many of you are just like show up. Yeah, I'll, I'll subscribe at some other point. It doesn't cost you a thing. You just got to press a no, button, right? Free. And we're not aggravating like that either. <laughs> Thank you. We're not aggravating like that. No, um, Mark, Mark says we got a like from Idaho. You know? Yeah. Hey, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, DK, really, really good. Uh, you're right. We, we probably do have to go at the top half of this draft. Um, just to, just to break down what this looked like in some capacity. There's so many guys though. And this is the season of lies, DK. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. Yeah. That's, um, that's, it, it's, it's going to be really interesting as we get closer, mm-hmm. including, including on the, on that front at the top of the draft and how that's going to go here. I just, I find myself in these in these settings, I go all Pittsburgh. Right? I just look in. I'm I'm locked in on where they are, yeah. who's around them, who are the teams that might move up, might move down, and everything else. And e- the only time I get really, really invested in the top of the draft, honestly, yeah. is when it's occurring. No, I I I taken the liking to it a whole lot. I'm gonna be real with you. Uh, somebody asked a question. TBC yeah. Tyco, can I go there real quick? There it is. Would you ever consider being a scout like Ike Taylor with the Steelers? I, I man, I told you before, Kevin. I had those conversations before, as far as having the ability to be here in Tennessee and do that type of stuff. I'm a pass on it now. I'm so busy with everything else I got going on. But I saw Ike at the Senior Bowl. Listen to me, Ike is big into it. He knows what he's talking about. And you missed our Vince Williams episode too. Why was Vince Williams in Pittsburgh, DK? You remember that conversation with me and Vinny? Mm-hmm. 
Ike Taylor called uh, Kev Coburn and told him, I don't care what his times are, draft Vince Williams. Get him. So that says a lot about a guy. He knows how to spot talent. Now, uh, you you always love being able to spot character. You you, you love being able to spot certain physical tools and assets. But as Ike will tell you, um, there's a lot that goes into it that even though you played, you can't know. You can't know how. When they talk about like, oh, look at the hips on that guy. Look at the hips and how they move. I'm sorry, you could play in the NFL for a decade and a half and not have that ability to be able to see that in one turn on a standing on the grass of a sloped, double sloped field in Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And say that this is your skill here. Guys, we're going to do another one of these. We're going to do another one of these tomorrow for real. In fact, we're going to do one of these all week, right, Mo? No doubt about it, man. Every every day. See, this was our apology for Thursday and Friday. What do you think? We extra fifteen. Did we fulfill today. that, DK? I think huh? we did. I it, think we, so. It, we fulfilled it, man. Plus, it was from the heart. Yeah, it was. And I you like know? doing this. The more and more y'all comment, man, the more and more I get going. DK pretty much got a wink at me and be like, Mo, let's shut it down because I'll go all day with you guys. I, I love your, this. Uh, your auntie Aaron is trying to get on board this lagoon tour. Right. <laughs> hey, you think I'm playing? That's that's lined up. She's running down the street. You guys have the station wagon all covered with baggages and everything. And she's running down the street after you. And you're like, and you're like waving to her. You're leaving her behind, even though she's everybody's auntie. I see how this everybody's auntie. (laughs) All right, guys, let's do it again tomorrow. Yeah. It calls Batman and Robin. (laughs) I like that. I'll see you, DK. All right, Moan. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.